What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. You don't know what that ought is, Mr. Trash. I'd show you, but I'm too old. I'm too tired. I'm too fucking blind. If I were the man I was five years ago, I'd make a flamethrower to this place. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! As the world gets crazier, as the world gets nuttier, the truth shall I set you free. This is Tim. This is Get Off My Lawn, the mad ramblings of a Gen Xer. Oh, we got more looting to discuss. This time it's hitting a little closer to home. And also in San Francisco now, they're stealing boats. You know you're in like a rich community, or your or the community you live in has some sort of financial wherewithal, because of the fact that criminals are stealing boats, and this is becoming this is becoming a prevalent crime in San Francisco. But in the city of Philadelphia, there was a looting spree, where evidently in Center City, Philadelphia, which is not too far from where we live. Uh, they looted Lululemon, the Apple Store, Foot Locker, and a few other places. And every time I see these looting stories, I think of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and, and, and the wonderful logic that she had. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, you're, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. Oh, see, so so they're shoplifting bread. I get it now. So these people inside these these youths, youths. Did you say youth? What's a youth in Center City, Philadelphia, are looting because of the fact that they're trying to feed their family and they need bread. I'm so stupid. I just think of the Simpsons and the gangster Fat Tony. Thanks. Uh, hey, are you guys crooks? But, um, is it wrong to steal a loaf of bread to feed your starving family? No. Well, suppose you got a large starving family. Is it wrong to steal a truckload of bread to feed them? Uh-uh. And what if your family don't like bread? They like cigarettes. I guess that's okay. Now, what if instead of giving them away, you sold them at a price that was practically giving them away? Would that be a crime, Bart? Hell no. So AOC has the fat Tony logic. I, I, I think that's just wonderful. Her decision-making process is based off the Simpsons. Hey, listen, it, it, you're hungry. It's, it's okay to go steal bread. But if you can't steal bread, go steal an iPad. Go steal a new uh, iPhone titanium 15 and turn around and sell it. So cheap that it's practically giving it away, so it's not really stealing, so you can feed your family. So that's what they were doing. This, these juveniles were doing uh, last night in Center City, Philadelphia. 
Again, at the Apple Store, Lululemon, Foot Locker, and other places. They, they were looting bread to feed their starving families. I feel like such a racist. I don't know what I was thinking. Now, of course, these kids were all nabbed after midnight. There was between 15 and 20 people were arrested during this looting spree. Now, of course, of course, uh, two firearms were recovered. Because when you're going out to loot bread for, for your family, you, you, you need a firearm. That, that just makes more sense. But of course, they attacked the Apple store because, you know, if you want to buy bread, the best place to get bread buying money would be to go to the Apple store. Now, I love it because there was no arrests made in connection with the Apple store incident, but several iPhones and tablets that were taken for the store were basically recovered a few hours later. Of course, because they all have tracking devices on them. If you're going to loot, I'm going to give you looting 101 lessons. If you're going to loot, do not loot something that has a tracking device in it or has the ability to track you once you turn it on. Uh-huh. And I love it because uh, they were saying that certain products in the Apple store were left behind due to the device's comprehensive anti-theft technology. Comprehensive, that is. My brain's not working. Getting over a cold. So please bear with me. My my speech is a little off the last couple of days because I have a lot of nasal drainage. I know everyone wants to hear about that. So a police officer told one of the local Philadelphia outlets that more than 100 juveniles took items from the Lululemon store. No injuries were reported, but that's okay because of the fact that we're, we're just buying stuff to get some bread. And now in the city of San Francisco, they are raiders. We're going to call them raiders because Oakland has, the raiders have left Oakland. These are now referred to as seabound bandits that are terrorizing the San Francisco Bay. Now, some of the residents are blaming the surge of homeless camps. Well, yeah, of course, if you have homeless people on drugs, they usually have a tendency to steal to feed their addiction. Now, these burglars are raiding yachts and houseboats all through the Oakland Alameda area. And the surge is evidently exponential. They steal everything of value. Then they either sink the ships or the boats. I don't know what you call a yacht. I think you just call the yacht. Or they just dump the remnants of whatever they plundered into the harbor. Or they just leave it alongside the shore. <laughs> now, each of these attacks, they're saying, cost the tax, but cost the boat owners, I should say, hundreds of tens of thousands of dollars. Now, I love it because when you read the story, they talk about this is a tight-knit boating community. Wow, a tight-knit boating community. You, you, know your company, you, know, you know your county has money if you are a tight-knit boating community. So they are now blaming the homeless encampments, which are all through San Francisco. And as the weather, they said, was getting better, because I guess maybe they had some inclement weather in San Francisco. You, know, you have to have good seas to loot. Armity, we be pirates. <laughs> it's it's funny though if you think about the Oakland Raiders, and their mascot was the uh, was the pirate with the eye patch, and and it's um, NFL films used to have uh, the the great John Vasunda would be the autumn wind is a pirate. <laughs> like evidently they're talking about Oakland. So what they're doing these what these bandits are doing. 
Smokey and the on water and the on water bandits. What they're doing is they're taking these boat called dinghies, which are small uh, recreational vehicles, and they're riding around and they're just stealing stuff off people's boats. This is this is literally Pirates of the Caribbean, but in San Francisco. And I love it because the police are saying it's a waterway, so it's very difficult to draw a line. So we're not exactly sure whose regional approach this is. Is it the Coast Guard? Is it Oakland PD? Is it the Alameda Police Department? They're not sure because, honestly, you know, this, this is a big ocean or, or, or a bay or a harbor or whatever. So they're not sure where the, uh, the demarcation lines lie in reference to who has the capability to make the arrests on these water bandits. I keep thinking of uh, I think I think he, what is it? It was Rocky Five when they had the promoter that was um, supposed to be like Don King, and you know at one point Rocky beats Tommy Gunn in the street, and the promoter looks at the camera and says, "God damn, only in America." That's that's this. Only in America could teens go out and loot. Can we now have robbery on the high sea by <laughs> bandits going in dinghies? I just think that's funny. I just think the word dinghy is funny. Bandits going in dinghies to go on yachts and steal stuff so they could sell it because Fat Tony said it best. Thanks. Uh, say, are you guys crooks? But, um, is it wrong to steal a loaf of bread to feed your starving family? No. Well, suppose you got a large starving family. Is it wrong to steal a truckload of bread to feed them? Uh Uh-uh. And what if your family don't like bread? They like cigarettes. I guess that's okay. Now, what if instead of giving them away, you sold them at a price that was practically giving them away? Would that be a crime, Bart? Hell no. So it's not a crime. According to AOC and the other liberals and Nancy Pelosi, who seems nothing. I love Nancy Pelosi because she is so she is so Biden-esque. She's been Biden-esque before Biden was Biden-esque in reference to the fact that it's just to her, nothing is a problem. San Francisco is great. Yeah, we got a little bit. We got a little bit of a homeless problem, but but it's okay. Everyone knows that, um, or everyone that knows me, I should say, uh, knows that I'm into hip-hop and, and hip-hop and rap, but I'm, in, I'm into old school stuff. You know, I, I go back to, you know, the advent of hip-hop and and rap and and um, you know that type of culture and that type of music and it's just something that I enjoy listening to and it's something I enjoyed listening to when I was younger and you know it, it's 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 just you know you know I I don't consider myself an aficionado I just like certain you know artists and it's great so I guess Joe Biden had to go out and uh, uh, introduce LL Cool J. And I think it was MC Light in reference to, I believe they got into the Hall of Fame. And um, uh, let's just listen to this a second, because this is true Biden. Hold hold on, hold on a second. Let me see. Let me see if I can. Let me see if I can find this and pull this up. Hold on a second. Let's, uh, let's, let's try. Let's try. Here, here we go. Let's, uh, let's read. Let's, let's replay that. And of course we can't replay it. Why? Breaking legacy of hip hop in America. LLJ Cool J. Uh... By the way, that boy's got, that man's got biceps bigger than my thigh. Okay. Okay, Joe. 
LJ Cool Mo D True Dupree uh, uh, MC Hammer Light Latifa King J is awesome. And then he finishes it out with calling him boy. And this isn't the first time that uh, he is he has said that word or are slipped up and said what he probably and I, I, I always get this from people. You have a voice in your head. And when your voice in your head says something, you don't always need to turn around and then expel out of your own mouth what the voice in your head is saying. The problem is Joe does that a lot. Joe has a tendency to say the quiet part out loud because we know Joe is kind of a racist. Go back and see some of the things that he said about Barack Obama when he was president. Go back to the things that he said with, uh, what is it, Charlemagne the God? You know, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. He's kind of a racist. Yeah, he's a he's a crotchety old man. And they put him in these events where the only thing that could potentially happen is that he embarrasses himself. And he does a great job. He does a wonderful job in embarrassing himself. It's interesting that there is such a seismic shift right now in the black community, especially among males, towards Donald Trump. Because they see all these lawsuits and all these cases and all these charges being filed against Donald Trump. And some are frivolous and and some seem to be definitely politically motivated. And sometimes when these decisions come down, you have legal scholars that are saying "Um, this real, this decision really isn't grounded in law. And and they see this and they, and they make a parallel to their own lives Because of the fact that we can't sit there and say there isn't racism. We can't sit there and say there isn't prejudice. We can't sit there and say that the police do not target minorities. You can't say that because, you know, in some instances, it's 100% true. And then you have Joe Biden, who is your president, saying these things. And, And then if you go back to the 90s, Joe Biden was the ones that championed the crime bill that incarcerated hundreds of thousands of African Americans especially men for extended periods of times for what now would be a, an offense that would get you released without even a fine. And these people spent million, not millions, but these people spent so much more time in jail back in the, you know, the nineties and the two thousands, than they would even think about sentencing now, because if you sentence someone's to that now, it's, it's because of the fact that you need to be kinder and you need to be gentler because criminals need to be rehabilitated because they don't just go out and loot because fat Tony said it best. What if your family doesn't like bread? What if they like iPads? So you have this guy in Joe Biden. That's basically at times a racist. If you literally, you know, if you literally listen to some of the things that he says and put into and put it into context. And I've always talked about the facts that when you speak about something, you, a lot of times you need to speak about it in context. You can't just, play a clip and just say, oh, okay, you know what, that, that's the end of the clip. No, you need to talk about it. You need to understand. And, and that's kind of what you're, you're seeing right now with certain segments of minorities communities. They're looking at, were they better off under Trump than they are now? And I know these venerable Corinne Jean-Pierre likes to talk about the fact that everything's going well. Everything's fine. All is well. Don't worry about it. Remain calm. 
Sorry, I'm drinking some of my Black Rifle pumpkin spice coffee. All is well. Nero is sitting there fiddling while Rome burns. We have millions of people streaming across the border. But his border policies are in place. They're, they're taking care of this crushing immigration attack. And I should rephrase that. Crushing illegal immigration attack. It's an attack on the border. We, we, we played the sound effect. We played the sound clips of all the people showing up on trains. And then, like I said, we, we don't take care of our own cities. Going back to San Francisco for a minute, San Francisco is on track right now to crush the overdose death record as basically addicts now, they're saying, are dying in the streets. They're calling it a zombie apocalypse. There were 563 overdose fatalities in the Golden State alone, and that's between January 1st and August 31st. And that's and that's what they know of. That's what they know of. That puts the city on pace to hit 845 overdose fatalities in 2023. That what's going to surpass the then record of 725 in 2020. They're talking about it's fentanyl. They're talking about it's contaminated drugs that are sold on the street. They're talking about it's also meth and it's, it's crack. It's basically everything. And you, they, they have literally blocks of blocks of people. Thousands of people are saying intense on the street. And they're, they're, they're mostly using meth and fentanyl. Out of 563 of the overdose deaths in San Francisco this year, 456 were involved in fentanyl. Now, fentanyl, of course, you know, is streaming, is, is just streaming across the border, is running across the border. Because a lot of time what these drug traffickers do, they take all these illegal immigrants or migrants. What do we have? Call, we'll call these people illegal aliens. And they basically flood the border with them. So the Border Patrol is so involved in capturing and facilitating these people's release into the country, because that's all they're doing, that this is allowing the cartels to smuggle large quantities of fentanyl over the border. But don't worry, Joe. Remain calm. All is well. So companies are leaving San Francisco in droves. We have boat pirates, our mighty, on the seas in the Bay of Oakland and Alameda, the Alameda Bay, robbing yachts. You have people turning around and just saying, hey, listen, if I'm truly thinking about this, am I better off than I was under Trump than I, than I am right now? And the, the answer is always no, I'm not better off. Now I'm worse off. And we see that in some polls that are coming out, that Trump now, even with all of his issues, now has a 10-point lead in the head-to-head -head battle with the wonderful Joe Biden. Now, if that's not scary enough to think about, with we are going into the cold and flu season, we, we are going into the COVID season, and we've talked about this once before, that amoxicillin is still in shortage, and, and the shortage continues. Prescriptions have plummeted, they say. And, and, and amoxicillin, if you don't know, is like I said, it's an antibiotic, which is widely used with kids. And it's been on the FDA shortage list since October of 2020. This should be scary for everyone. In a recent study, 
that showed that a group of physicians from Boston's Children's Hospital determined that the shortage began. The odds of a children being prescribed moxicillin for an ear infection plummeted by 91%. The study included 3,076 children averaging three years of age that were treated at one healthcare provider's facility. Most of the manufacturers right now uh, did not share the reason for the amoxicillin shortage or provide an estimated time frame for a resolution. And I love this because, like I said, Joe Biden likes to talk about, well, I've, I have been lowering prescription prices for all these seniors and this and that. Okay, Joe, here is something for children. Here is something that treats, you know, sinuses, ear, throat, skin, urinary tract infections that we cannot get. It's used to treat bacterial infections, also including pneumonia. Now, the US, FD, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration officially announced a shortage of liquid moxicillin back in October 28, 2022. Now, that was a year ago. <laughs> what have they done to remedy this issue? What, what have they done? You, you see all these things that Joe likes to talk about. But the problem is he doesn't want to talk about things that are like, I don't know, actually important to the everyday Americans. He's going to talk about, I lowered prescriptions for seniors. Well, Joe, that's great because you are a senior, man. That's why you're, that's why maybe you're lowering it for yourself. Now, the flu and respiratory viruses are not treated by antibiotics. And experts are warning that they could trigger other conditions and infections that do require amoxicillin. So if you have a respiratory virus or the flu, don't think you're out of the woods because of the fact that, like I said, the condition can cause infections that require amoxicillin. Now, much now this is going to be shocking to certain people. Don't be shocked by this. Don't be shocked by this. Much of our amoxicillin supply is made overseas. I know that's shocking to you. Now, uh, 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 Mark Siegel, Dr. Mark Siegel says, a vast majority of the active pharmaceutical ingredients used to make amoxicillin come from China and India. <laughs> I know this is shocking to people. He also said that uh, both from the demand of overprescription by pediatricians uh, there are what, uh, for what has often been a viral infection. So, so he is saying that certain people have overprescribing it, but that's not going to cause this shortage. When liquid amoxicillin is not available, Siegel says there are, there are altern altern ugh, alternative drugs. But you don't want to overuse those drugs either because it could breed more resistance. But don't worry, Joe. You're low. You're 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 working with the drug companies to lower costs for seniors. My uh, my wife, God bless her, who puts up with me on a day to day basis, has a severe nut allergy. I mean severe. I mean she could look at a nut and go into anaphylactic shock. I'm not, and I'm not joking about that. And she has uh, she carries epipens because of the fact that they you know they. They, if she does run into contact with a nut and either a food or a touching or something, you know, she needs this EpiPen basically to, to give her like 45 minutes of life before she, you know, just as we could take her to a hospital and, and she can be treated properly. And now, again, an EpiPen is, is a life-saving instrument. I got a, we got, uh, and we work with her, um, we work with her allergist and, 
a lot of times we get these coupons that we get the EpiPens for a discounted price. But we were looking the other day because Joe Biden's always working on these drug manufacturers. It would cost us almost $500 to $750 for one EpiPen if we didn't have these coupons, if we, if we didn't have multitudes of insurance. Now, this is something that is life-saving. Now, Joe Biden wants to talk about, well, I'm getting prescription costs down for seniors. Great. Why don't we work with, I don't know, the company, you know, a, a device such as an EpiPen, which is life altering and changing and because of the fact that it can save your life when you run into a dramatic situation because of the fact of an allergy, that these are in such high demand and the price is so high that some Americans are not going to be able to afford it. If we had to pay the full price of the EpiPen, of course, we're going to pay the full price of the EpiPen because it's to save my wife's life. And that just kills me. That just makes me sick. That all he wants, that's all he wants to talk about. I'm helping seniors do this. Okay. What about the children that are sitting there and cannot get amoxicillin? What about the average American who who cannot get an EpiPen? What about those people? But we're we're just going to just sit there and be like, ah, it's okay. It's all right, Joe. We don't need to worry about that because of the fact that everything's everything costs more now to live. But you're doing such a great job. Oh, we got a lot to talk about in the next couple of days. We have another presidential debate. We have the elections coming up. You know, not shortly, but we're gonna get into the election season or to the silly season. We like to call it. Let's just, you know what, guys, let's just keep the blinders off. Let's keep our eyes and ear open. Focus. If you see something that doesn't make sense, it normally means it doesn't. And just remember this, the truth shall not set you free. This is Tim. This is Cut Off My Mind. Mad Ramblings of Gunnar. And I'm out.